Welcome back, I'm Azer Batanga, and this is episode 5. In today's episode, I'll explain the U.S. trade deficit with China and what the U.S. has done to combat China's growing economy. Okay, so first off, what is a trade deficit? So Google's definition of a trade deficit is the amount by which the cost of a country's imports exceed the value of its exports. And so in the context of today's topic, the U.S. is buying more products from China than it is selling American products to them. So China is the U.S.'s second largest trading partner with Mexico, taking the number one spot. And right now, it will be practically impossible for the U.S. economy to survive without Chinese influence, especially because of the U.S. Treasury's reliance on Chinese-bought banknotes to keep interest rates low and avoid a possible recession. And according to the Office of the United States Trade Representative, the U.S.'s top exports to China in 2019 were machinery, both electrical and non-electrical, aircraft, automobiles, soybeans, pork, and cotton. And the U.S.'s top imports from China were both electrical and non-electrical technologies, furniture, bedding, toys, and sports equipment, as well as plastic and plastic goods. Now let's take a look at the history of the trade deficit. So looking at data from the U.S. Census Bureau, the trade deficit with China started around 1986 to uh, 1987 when Chinese imports started to double that of U.S. exports. And so this deficit was quote-unquote solidified or kind of solidified when China joined the World Trade Organization in 2001. And uh, the Clinton administration believed that letting China into the WTO would help U.S. jobs and increase exports to lessen the deficit. And so after joining the uh, World Trade Organization, China's production growth exceeded uh, that of its domestic demand. So they looked to foreign markets like the U.S. to sell their products to. And so it would make sense for large corporations and manufacturers to find business in China, especially because of the small wages they pay workers considering the low standard of living in China. It was also this low standard of living that, co that contributed to the lack of domestic demand. And so um, one thing the World Trade Organization failed to do was um, place environmental restrictions and labor improvements on China, which is also a key factor in looking at their exponential economic growth. And over time, the deficit dramatically increased to where it is today, with the U.S.'s trade deficit uh, being the highest in 14 years, according to uh, CNBC, and 3.7 million jobs lost, according to the Economic Policy Institute, from 2001 to 2018. So now let's talk about combating the deficit. So when Trump took office in 2018, one of his main goals was combating China's ever-growing economy and its influence on America's economy, and so... Trump imposed various tariffs on imported products like steel, solar panels, and other Chinese goods. And these tariffs affected industries reliant on Chinese steel and these other imported products by raising prices for these businesses. But it also created domestic jobs in these industries. And so while the tariffs did provide employment growth in the U.S., it also negatively impacted businesses that had previously been partnered with Chinese firms. And as a result, these tariffs and other actions taken by the Trump administration, the trade deficit, had dropped from about $345 billion in 2019 to about $252 billion in 2020, according to the U.S. Census Bureau. And that is going to wrap up Episode 5 of the podcast. Thank you for listening, and stay tuned for Episode 6.